You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Yes, we are off and running on this Monday, March 16th. Yes. Good morning. Welcome in. This is the Gordon Damer Show. This is 98.7 FM ESPN New York with you for the next 60 minutes. And whatever will we possibly talk about today? I don't know. I don't really think there is anything. No, more than enough to keep us busy over the next hour. The world is changing every single hour. So needless to say, we will have lots to talk about over this next 60 minutes. Of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. That has not been canceled. That has not been postponed. Nobody is shutting down the number you know. It's there for you. It's up. It's working. It's ready to roll. And we'll certainly hear from you as the show rolls along at 1-800-919-ESPN. I am on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. And if you've ever thought about following the show on Instagram, at Gordon Damer, today would be the day. Because while Selection Sunday may have been stolen from us as a result of the coronavirus, and that's a major thing to be taking away, on our show, our one little hour show, we're doing everything we can to fill that void in whatever way possible we can. And we came up with this idea way before the coronavirus, but the Gordon Damer Show rewatchable movie bracket has been finalized. Today we will be unveiling our first region. Very excited for this. Voting is not open as of yet. Not yet. Now, we're still a sports show. But we always focus on more than just sports, and we try to focus on entertaining you. And I think that between the decisions made in the movie bracket, and today we will be unveiling the drama region. The drama region is first up for grabs. So that will be very exciting when we unveil the drama region coming up. To come to just 16 movies out of all the movies of all time, Very, very difficult, but we did it. I did it. I don't know how I did it. I'm amazing. Basically, the lesson you take away from today's show is I'm incredible. But there are a couple things we have to touch on before we get. I would do the whole show just based on the movie bracket. That's how excited I am for it. But, of course, there's more than that going on. There's obviously the coronavirus pandemic. Everything that is tied to that sports-wise, the cancellation since just lat I mean it feels does it feel like to you that the NBA season was postponed like 3 weeks ago cuz that's the way it feels like to me it was literally just last week but it feels like with so many things changing from minute to minute from day to day to hour to hour it feels like it was a lot longer ago and and one thing i wanted to touch on right off the top has been this idea This thing that's been floated out there, well, boy, it's going to be hard for sports shows. It's going to be really hard for sports talk radio. What are they going to talk about now? Have you seen this floated out there? People have done this. People have said this. Well, I don't really know what other shows are going to (laughs) do. I don't really. There's not that many shows that I'm, I'm really listening to. But we here, during our one little hour, we're going to talk about what sports fans talk about. And, and sports fans are still going to be talking about sports. We're still going to be talking about things that are important to us, things that matter to sports fans, interesting topics, entertaining topics, and that's really the focus. 
The idea we won't have anything to talk about outside of Tom Brady rumors is ridiculous. And if there is a show that struggles to find a way to fill that time, I would suggest to you that probably wasn't a very good show to begin with. Now, I get it. I'm different. I only have the one hour. So many times, right, I say things, we're going to touch on this, and then tomorrow I'll bring up, yeah, we didn't get to, because we just have such a short period of time. But we will continue to have more than enough to keep you busy during our one little hour at 5 in the morning. Now, in terms of the coronavirus stuff, I would like to think everyone by now is taking this seriously, right? Like, I think most people, now look, some people have been taking this seriously, and trust me, they'll be the first to tell you they've been taking this seriously from jump. The problem is, most of those people have taken everything, every story that comes down the pike, they take it as DEFCON, the highest DEFCON, whatever level that is. So it take, it's kind of hard to live your life that way. And I was not someone who, when this first thing came up, I said, hey, you know what, this is like all the other ones. Obviously, now we know it's not like all the other ones. And I think a large reason for that, the thing that got me to take it serious, I think the thing that got most people to take it seriously was when the NBA decided not just to postpone the Jazz and Thunder game, but to postpone the season until further notice. But I would think it's funny because people, even then, there are a section of people. I think that section of people who are not taking it seriously is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But if there's any one piece of news, one tidbit of news that you would think, all right, you don't need any more than that. The news that came up, I, I saw it yesterday. Maybe it took place earlier than this. The MGM Casino in Las Vegas, the Wynn Casino in Las Vegas, are closing. They're not reducing staff. They're not scaling back. They're closing their doors. If you needed any other piece of information to tell you how serious this thing is and how seriously you should be taking it, Las Vegas casinos, not some little, small little rinky-dink one, the MGM and Wynn Casinos are closing. That tells you how important and how seriously you should be taking this. Now let's get to some sports stuff out of the way. By now you know the NFL players voted to approve the new uh, NFL CBA. What does that mean? Well, you know that you're going to get two more playoff teams added for 2020. You know you're going to get a 17-game season coming in 2021, whether you like it or not. It increases the minimum salaries for players. It increases the player revenue share. It will run through 2030. And at a time where... We don't know if we personally will run through 2030, right? With the, it's reassuring to know that you know something's going to take place until 2030. And as I brought up before, I don't usually care about CBA talk uh, unless there's a really a work stoppage tied to it. It didn't seem like that was a real possibility here. But with the need for free agency to take our minds off the news, we needed this, boy. We needed this in the worst way. And we need the NFL year to open as planned just to have something to take our minds off the front page of the paper and allow us to kind of go right to the back page of the paper, if you know what I mean. And the crazy thing to me is not so much that it passed by such a narrow margin, which it did, just 60 votes, but that like something like 500 or something players didn't even vote. 
Now, I don't know if that's really a story that resonates with fans. I don't know if it really resonates with me. But, man, that would be fascinating, right, behind the scenes to see that dynamic. Here you are, someone who's pushing on one side or the other side hard to get this past or to get, you know, for it to go down. And here you have 500 guys not even bothering to vote. So, all right, so the league year, it looks like, will start on time. There's some people who say that seems insensitive given the current climate. For me, as I always tell you, I'm super honest, but I'm super selfish. I need this for me. (laughs) I think you need this for you right now. So NFL teams apparently can start talking to free agents at noon today. Tom Brady, obviously, among them. And what we know at this point is, for all the talk about Tom Brady in the offseason, during the playoffs, even during the regular season, which I said was silly at the time. Now this is going to be fascinating because the list of options dwindling pretty quickly. The Titans, they're out. They signed Tannehill, four years, $118 million, $62 million guaranteed. You know, the 49ers are out. They're staying with Jimmy G. So now the list of teams for Tom Brady, boy, oh boy, that's uh, not so appealing. You got the Chargers, I guess, right? You got the Raiders. They've been floated out there. The Buccaneers are somewhat interesting because of some of the offensive weapons they have. And then you have the Patriots. And I've always said the Patriots always seemed like the most likely place. Why? Because what do we know about Tom Brady? What is Tom Brady's reputation? Tom Brady is all about winning. His will to win, his desire to win, that's all that matters to him. He'll do anything to win, not just on the football field. He's one of these psycho guys who just has to win at any competition and is always coming up with competitions to be able to win, right? Why else would he eat all that avocado ice cream, right? He's he's desperate to win. So when you look at the landscape, maybe the Chargers are going to just blow him away with an offer or the Raiders or the Buccaneers are just going to blow him away with an offer. But if the Patriots put up any offer, you would still have to say that's his best option. Now, whether or not he takes it, I think it's more likely than it has been in the past, or it's certainly going to now be for all the people who have told you all the other places. Now maybe they have to circle back and say, well, you know what? Maybe the Patriots are the best place. But that's out there, and uh, that'll be interesting to see. And then you have the latest developments with the NBA. Now, we already know the league was planning to be shut down for a month, right? It was just last Thursday. Think about this. Last Thursday, we had a poll question, how long will the NBA will be out? And to show you how fast this story has moved, just on Thursday, 24% of the people who voted, so a quarter of the people that voted, said a couple of weeks. Well, that's clearly wrong, right? We already know that's wrong. 30%, another 30%, said a month. So already we know now 54% of the people that voted in the poll question on Thursday, Thursday, are already wrong. At the time, I said June 1st. That's what I thought. I still i am kind of clinging to that, even though it seems like that's become more and more desperate. And only 15% agreed. And I think that's about as optimistic as you can be right now because of the report you got yesterday from Adrian Wojnarowski. Here's Adrian. Here's Woj on SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt that the NBA could be out, could return in mid to late June. Even since Wednesday's Board of Governors meeting, uh, which just preceded Rudy Gobert's positive test 
you know, that owners and team executives, you know, have have further come to terms with how grave this situation is, how dark of a time that our country is likely facing moving forward and that there's not going to be a quick exit out of it. And teams are preparing, owners are preparing for the idea that it minimally this season may not start until mid-June, late June. And I'm told they are pursuing arena dates, you know, into late August for the playoffs. And even looking at the idea without fans of playing games, maybe even in practice facilities that might make it a little, uh, give it kind of a little different look for television. So everything is on the table with the league right now. And there is a great deal of uncertainty about what lies ahead. All right, so there's Adrian Wojnarowski from uh, SportsCenter last night. And the last option we gave in the poll question last week, which I think if we did it again right now, would certainly, just with the way things are moving, I think it was 30% of people said that the season would be canceled. I'd hate for that to be the case. You'd hate for that to be the case. But I think that that almost has to certainly, maybe you don't make the, you're not going to make that decision right now, but that certainly has to be on the table. And that's where we are at. This thing is only getting, we're really only getting a start uh, uh, to, on how to get a read on the situation, and all the signs are really, really bad. New York City schools shut down until April 20th. Not a week, not two. April 20th. That's a long time. Now, our show is not going to focus on depressing you. We got enough places for that. But one, It's not the major focus of the story right now, but another major aspect of this is how it's going to impact business. And we're going to have something for you on that coming up a little bit later in the show. But coming up next, we were doing it before coronavirus. We're certainly doing it during coronavirus. The Gordon Damer Show, rewatchable movie bracket, and we unveiled the first region today, which will be voted on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. It is... The drama category, 16 movies. Who could they be? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You can't handle the truth. If you build it, you will come. All right, so who's in, who's out? We will find out next. Yeah, I don't know if uh, what the traffic situation is going to be today in terms of just volume. I wonder if today is the day where you see a big drop in the amount of people going to work. Obviously, it, it seems like now all the schools are now going to be closed, so that's going to have an impact. But uh, it'll be interesting. Brian, when you were coming in, did you notice a – I mean, I'm just taking a look at some of the cameras – yeah, And it looks like the traffic is greatly reduced from where it would be at this time of the morning. Look at that one. Yeah. <laughs> look at that uh, image. Uh, is that LaGuardia there? Yeah, yeah, that looks greatly reduced from where it usually is. But uh, we'll be we'll be following that. But this is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York today. A different show, obviously, with all the, the events in the world. But also a different show because during March Madness, we had followed. We were expecting to be following the tournament. But even before we got the announcement that the tournament was going to be canceled, we had set out 
to once and for you know everybody has their own specific bracket that they do the best candy bar the best uh, breakfast cereal they have drop madness on the K show all these different shows have all these different brackets and the one that we focus mostly on is movies and what movie do you end up watching the most so we came up with the idea to come up with a bracket for the most rewatchable movies the movies that when you come home late at night and you're sitting in front of the TV, you do the the lap around the channels, hey, let's see what's on, and you end up watching the same movies you've watched a thousand times before. So let's lay out the rules right off the bat. Now, we got 64 movies. That is true. And the Barstool Pizza Review, everybody knows the rules. Here, nobody knows the rules. And I'm sure I'll be spending the month of March explaining the rules time and time again because nobody likes what the results are of the movie bracket. But here are the rules, once again. It's 64 movies. It's four regions. The regions are drama, comedy, action, and wild card. So if you don't hear the movie today that you think belongs in the bunch, not necessarily out because it could always be a wild card. Or it could be it's one of those movies that is it drama? Is it action? Is it comedy? A lot of comedies are also action movies. A lot of action movies are comedy. So it could be in another region. So that's one of the rules. The other, another big rule is only one movie per franchise. Now this is going to greatly impact the Marvel movies, right? All these Marvel movies, the superhero movies, there's a thousand. You could do 64 movies just based on that. Does Groot have a movie yet? I believe Groot has his own. Does he have his own movie yet? It seems no, not like yet. that. Not yet. Well, it's only a matter of time and throughout the entire movie, he will just say, I am Groot. And uh, that will be the the entire movie, two hours. And you know what the crazy thing is? The comic book nerds will all be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. When Groot said, I am Groot that third time, it was incredible. So it's only one movie per franchise. So that, which Marvel movie do you go with? That's going to be a very difficult question. That was a very difficult question at the Damer household. But we will be unveiling that today. It's the dramas. So it's not part of the dramas. Also, no cartoons. I'm a grown man. I'm not sitting around. There are times where I might. I love a good Wally once in a while. Love Wally, but I'm not. I don't think it can compete against the movies that we were picking here. Now, ratings play a part. IMDb ratings, Rotten Tomatoes ratings, but most importantly, and the thing that people have to keep in mind is availability plays a major role. How often is it on? It's not a thing where you're going to pop in a DVD. Nobody's popping in a DVD. You, I, everybody, we're too lazy. It has to be on the HBOs, the Showtimes, the TNTs, the USAs, the Comedy Central, all those channels that you flip through. It has to be available. That is the key. So we start, I started with a roughly about 50 movies and narrowed it down to 16. Also, voting is going to be different. The voting is not open as of yet. It will be opening after this segment. But we will have eight poll questions today. And the poll questions, which usually run throughout Golik and Wingo, will be extending voting hours all the way up until 5 a.m. tomorrow, until showtime tomorrow. So without further ado, we begin unveiling the drama region. And we begin 
with what I would say overall. The NCAA tournament always has the number one overall seed. Our number one overall seed. The one that I would have to say right now, just looking at the, the field as it broke down, would be the one I would expect going into the tournament. You never know how things are going to turn out. But the team or the movie that I think is going to win the whole thing, if I had to put some money on it, is our number one seed in the drama region. It is. You can act like a man. No, it's not that stupid. As far back as I there can remember, go, I always you wanted right. to be a gangster. Goodfellas, our number one overall seed, our number one seed in the drama region. Now, you cannot have an effective bracket of anything and have number one seeds losing in the opening round so to kind of guard against that I kind of went with a Gordon Damer show favorite pick when possible not a movie maybe you've even seen before which kind of hurts in a rewatchable movie bracket but this if you've ever seen it is a sensational movie and I would suggest you've got some free time now people that maybe you go out and see it so This is going to seem ridiculous to some, but our 16th seed in the drama region is the movie The Paper. Michael Keaton, Glenn Close, fantastic, Randy Quaid, phenomenal movie about the running of a New York Post-style paper, a 24-hour span. Marissa Tomei, huge cast, phenomenal movie, and only made the tournament, really, It's a favorite of mine. If it's ever on, I will be watching it. Not over Goodfellas, but you know. Never seen it. Never saw it. That's okay, Brian. It's not expected to be one that you've seen per se. It's more about giving the number one seed a little bit of a favorable start. So that's our first matchup. Number two. The number two overall seed. There was a lot of battling for what the number one overall seed would be. But the number two seed in the drama region it should be uh, no secret to anyone. You can act like a man. I'm going to. Yeah. What the hell's the matter with you? Work like a man. Godfather. Tough to decide between Godfather 1, Godfather 2. Felt like Godfather 1 was the better way to go. Just simply because it's got more of those quotable lines. And it may not be a better movie than Godfather 2. But it definitely ties into what is needed for a rewatchable movie. And it is. I'm only going to watch until this scene. I'm only going to watch until that scene. And then it's 2.30 in the morning. You're getting up for work in five hours, and you've watched the whole damn thing, even though you've seen it a thousand times before. So that's number two. Godfather number two. The number 15 seed in the drama region. A lot of debate about this one at the Damer household. I had to go with my gut, and if it's on, it definitely would be ranked in there. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood is the number 15 seed. The third seed in the drama region well, if you if if availability, as I said, is such a key, it has to be on quite often. Well, number three is on all the time. This you can't even you couldn't avoid this movie if you wanted to, and it is Shawshank, the Shawshank Redemption. Obviously, TNT has made it a uh, <laughs> a staple. You can't go past TNT without finding that on. And I'm guessing before too long here. You're going to go past TNT with no NBA on, and you're going to find Shawshank Redemption on a loop. The 14th seed, Shawshank's competition for the uh, opening round will be 
A Bronx Tale. Oh, who doesn't love a Bronx Tale? Bronx Tale is phenomenal. Now, not as available. Nothing's as available as Shawshank. You could look in a mirror, and a mirror is not as available as Shawshank. But a Bronx Tale is phenomenal. The voting will be open shortly. Number four. Another movie that is on quite regularly. Usually, I feel like a Sunday, it's always on. And it is. You can't handle the truth. All right. A Few Good Men. Obviously, A Few Good Men is on a ton. That is the number four seed in the uh, drama region. And that will go up against another high star power movie. Not that old. Catch me if you can. Tom Hanks getting some sympathy votes from the uh, nominating committee. Leonardo DiCaprio, who probably is. I, I'm not, I don't want to give anything away. If you had to pick one actor who is going to be in a lot of these movies, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be. Robert De Niro is going to be in a lot. Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be in a lot, and Tom Hanks is going to be in a lot. So they're the number 13 seed. Then you have the number five. This was very tough coming up with the top five seeds in the drama, but I feel like I broke them down properly because I'm amazing. Number five, Braveheart. Braveheart's on quite a bit. Very long movie, but unlike some movies that we've discussed recently, doesn't feel long. The Irishman feels like it's about seven hours long. Braveheart feels like it's about eh, an hour and a half. You breeze through that movie. It's amazing. Incredible. The 12th seed, speaking of star power. I don't feel like this actor has that many in here, but maybe he does. Maybe I have to reevaluate things. Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. Robin Williams. Tough to get Robin Williams movies in there. Availability key. Also, you don't like a depressing movie late at night. You know, some, and a, lot, a lot of Robin Williams movies, they were a little depressing. When he did the serious roles, they were sometimes depressing. But Goodwill Hunting had enough laughs in it that uh, it matches up well. So Braveheart, Goodwill Hunting. It's this, not your fault. Oh, there you go. It's not your fault. It's not your. It's not my fault. You're the six, uh, the five seed, uh, or the, the the what is it? The twelve seed. It's not my fault. It's a lot of good movies and dramas. You're talking about all the dramas of all time. The seven. Uh, what do we got? That's the five, twelve, six, eleven. Usual suspects. Now, usual suspects gets hurt by the fact that it's a it's a it's a it's a trick ending, right? I don't want to give it away, but who is Kaiser Soze? And once you know who Kaiser Soze is, the first time you get it, it's like, oh, my God, that's Kaiser Soze. So it, it does get hurt by that. But that movie is so well crafted that I feel like you can rewatch that movie time and time again and still uh, still enjoy all the different aspects of it. Number 11 is one of the movies that fantastic start. Maybe not. You're rewatching the first half a whole lot more than the second half. Stripes is a movie like that. The movie Stripes with Bill Murray, Harold Ramis. Fantastic first half. Second half kind of falls apart. I don't know what happened there. Needed a couple of rewrites in the second half. This is another option of that. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket is the number 11 scene. Maybe a little high. My wife thought that was a little high. But what does she know? She wanted uh, bridesmaids in there. Can't put bridesmaids in. Come on, please. Uh, next, re- The next uh, matchup. The 710, a very recent movie, but one that has tons of rewatchable scenes, Wolf of Wall Street, and is on quite a bit. Wolf of Wall Street, the number seven, the number 10, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, don't I love, and that's not a happy movie either, but for some reason that Tarantino, the master, he can find a way to keep you interested in, and Reservoir Dogs is the number 10, and then the number, the 8-9 matchup, which are always tough to call. 
Very, very difficult. And this is one movie that I feel like people sleep on a lot, but it's phenomenal. And if some of the other ones, if the if the top seven didn't it didn't exist, or at least the top two or three didn't exist, this would be far, far higher rated. The number eight seed, Casino. Casi- oh, Sharon Stone, Pesci. What is he do? What is he thinking? Can't be stopped. De Niro, fantastic. De Niro, Pesci. You get those two together, it's, it's almost impossible. To not make a great movie. That's why the, the, the Irishman was such a disappointment. And then the uh, nine in that region is The Departed. Again, Leonardo DiCaprio. Not one of my favorites, per se. And if it were up to me, I feel like The Departed would be much further down the list. But that is your first region of the movie. Did I play all the sound from all the movies? Oh, no, I did not play the uh, short. I find oh. I'm so excited I can oh, barely God. sit this still. Ga- this gave... In my head. This gave uh, I think the excitement only a free man can feel. Morgan Freeman a whole new career is just just reading things. Whose conclusion is oh uncertain. You, you 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 watch this whole movie all the way through and you get to this scene. I, I don't care if you're a man or not. You're not a man if you're not tearing up just a little bit. I hope to see my friend. Oh, I hope I hand. hope to hit break on time here, which is slowly slipping. Around. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. Oh my God, Red, choking me up. I hope. I hope. I hope all these uh, all these uh, poll questions that I'm about to post are going to go up okay. We'll see. We'll see. For every winning team, a key to success is learning the playbook. That's true in football, and it's also true as we take on the coronavirus. The spread of the coronavirus is a serious matter, but there's a game plan for keeping residents as safe as possible. Everyone has a role to play as we face this challenge together. Cover your cough with your elbow like this. Wash your hands thoroughly a full 20 seconds. If you're sick, stay home. If you think you should be tested, phone your health provider first. Avoid close contact with anyone who's sick. Protect your at-risk family members, including the elderly. If you're not at risk, take care as you go about your daily business. Get the facts now from coronavirus.gov and your state health department. We're all in this together. Let's team up to protect our health. Give me that coronavirus right now. I'll beat it in the face. I think uh, Coach O needs to uh, tell some of the more people in New Orleans. I mean, did you see the bars? And look, I'll be the last to judge other people because I got, I was not, you know, at this point last week. I was still, ah, I just got back from vacation. I flew on a flight. Ah, you know, I hear these things all the time. But as you watch the news, I'm not even a big news watcher. But if you're focused on it at all, you should know. Stay safe. Stay home. And most importantly, stay the hell away from me. Last thing I need is coronavirus. The last thing you need is coronavirus. So there you go. Coach O giving his, um, what did you say, PSA about uh, the importance of dealing with this and taking, I mean, I joke all the time, take this seriously. If you're not by now, I don't know what the heck you're thinking. It, clearly you're not thinking. But, of course, the Gordon Damer Show, we have unveiled our first region already. Apparently, Brian, people are, are not happy. And look. When you narrow six, what did I say, 50 movies down to 16 is going to be very, very difficult. But I think that we got the main ones right. Number one seed has to be Goodfellas. I'm not saying it's a better movie than Godfather, but in terms of rewatchability, 
I don't know that you can find a movie. If that movie's on, for me, myself, and at the end of the day, I, I took ratings into account. I took this into account. I took people's opinions into account. But at the end of the day, it's not the everybody's movie bracket. It's the Gordon Damer Show movie bracket. So you, voting is now open. You have eight poll questions to vote on. And you can do so at Gordon Damer. Already, some people are not happy. So let's get to the phones. one 800 919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. First person on the list apparently is Ozzy and Baldwin. Ozzy, what's going on, my man? Hey, Gordon, what's going on? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I think the paper is way too low. That way is too low. Crazy. See, that's surprising because I didn't feel like the paper was one that should really be in, but it's just such a favorite of mine. And, and you know what? Each region had one movie that I don't really... It's not my cup of tea per se, but it's it's everybody else's cup of tea. So I felt like I had to include it in this region. I think it was uh, The Departed. So I felt like I had to offshoot that by putting one movie. But I'm surprised you're saying that the paper is too low. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know what other spot I could put that in uh, in and justify it. Uh, well, I, I don't know exactly where, but I just like it's such a great movie. It Michael is a fantastic Keaton. movie. Michael Thank Keaton's you. best movie, I would say. That movie. Yeah, uh, and then you see him in in uh, the movie that with the, you know with the cops, and he's also you know moonlighting as a you know Bed Bath and Beyond manager. It's such a segue. He's such a great actor, but uh, it's definitely it too low in my opinion. Shawshank is one of the greatest movies ever. Absolutely, uh, I think that's too low also. But I mean, uh, that, that the problem is is like yeah, I I think that Shawshank. I mean, it's one of my favorites. If I had a you know a, a, what do you call it, Mount Rushmore of movies, it would probably be on that. But how do I how do I put that low? How do I put that higher up and not uh, disrespect Goodfellas or Godfather or you know uh, the the other what was the, what was the three seed there? What did I have? As, oh no, that was the three seed. So I mean, that's uh, that's it's kind of hard to go any higher than that. Yeah, Goodfellas is definitely that's definitely number one. Godfather, Godfather Two is such a tough. It's it's how they're both not on it is also tough. Godfather Three is a whole other argument. Right. That's why but, that's why I had to narrow it down to one movie per franchise because otherwise, I mean, especially with the Marvel movies, uh, Godfather One and Two. I mean, there's so many uh, people make fun of sometimes sequels, but there's a lot of movies in a franchise where you feel like, oh, they, you know, the Rocky movies you could have put a couple on there. You know, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's definitely so many movies. I'm surprised actually none of the Rocky movies made it. At least, well, you know. Rockies are not. I did not consider Rockies dramas, so they they might be in another region. We have three other regions. We'll be unveiling them over the course of the week. I will tell you right now, there is at least one, there is one there is a Rocky movie somewhere in the four regions. Oh, I'm sure it has to be. Yeah, absolutely. To be. All right, well. Take my call. Appreciate it. All right, and, uh, Ozzy. Well, look, anytime you make a list, you want to, you, you want to get the main things right, and then you want to stir some debate. So the fact that there's already some debate about uh, how we seeded these movies is a good sign. And it'll be interesting. You know, like the NCAA tournament, you'll turn it on, right, on that Thursday. Nobody watches the, the playing game. I was thinking about doing playing games, and I said, no, nobody, nobody wants those playing games. So we just did with the 64, and you usually you'll turn it on maybe, you know, a little bit late. You're running around doing things, and there'll be a big seed that might be in a little bit of trouble. And already I see some big seeds that might be in a little bit of trouble. So the voting, as I said, will extend beyond the normal parameters. But... It will be expanded all the way up until basically the show tomorrow. 
So please vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter at Gordon Damer. Uh, Greg and East Meadow. We've gotten Greg and East Meadow back on the phone. All right, Greg, what's going on, my man? <laughs> hey, Gordon, how you doing? I'm a little surprised at a couple of things. I would have thought that Departed would have been a little more highly rated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very surprised that the Green Mile is not on that list. Well, not necessarily not in the entire thing, but I will say there are some movies that are great movies that are a little, for me, depressing. I don't want to be depressed watching a movie. Like, I, yeah, Deer Hunter is a fantastic movie. That movie's uplifting, ultimately. Uh. And listen, I know this has got to be in a different category, and I think I mentioned this movie before on your show, and I think you also look favorably, favorably upon it, but, and it's extremely rewatchable, but many people haven't seen it. The Princess Bride. That movie has got to be on your list. Princess Bride. I will say this. I don't want to give too much away. A lot of debate on The Princess Bride. It was on list. It was off list. It was back on. It was back off. I don't know how it turned out. I know how it turned out, but that, I'm not going to tell you how it turned out right now. That movie, if you watch it, is the lines in that movie, that's just a classic. It's phenomenal. It's a very, a very, very good movie. And look, this is not to insult any movies that didn't make the list, making the top 64 of all time. When it's tough, and especially like The Princess Bride, it could be a wild card. I guess it could be an action movie to a certain extent, right? The sword play and stuff like that. But it's and it could be a comedy. So that one's a little bit different. It could fit in any of the regions. But there are a lot of movies that if it didn't fit in the one region outside a wild card, you couldn't put it anywhere else. Yeah. So it's very very difficult. All right, Greg. Thanks, man. Good game. All right, man. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Chris has apparently a problem with Shawshank versus a Bronx tale. Chris, what's going on, man? Gordon, what's up, man? Hey, listen, I, I appreciate everything, uh, you know, all you guys, you know, behind the microphones are doing these days and uh, everybody behind the scenes, you know, with you know, the world the way it is. But, uh, listen, as far as this list is going down, let me tell you how aggravating it is you making me pick between Shawshank and a tough. Bronx Tale. I mean, it's it's a tough look. It's a tough doing? way to go, right? What are you doing to me? It's very very difficult, and I'm not telling you that you know. With Shawshank being on all the time, sometimes you know Bronx Tale doesn't have that availability. So there will be a night if I see both on. Ah, you know what? I saw I saw Shawshank. You know, Tuesday, I'll stick with Bronx Tale. But this is in a normal environment. Both are on. You're sitting there with the clicker, and and you got one movie that you're going to stick with more than the other movie. It's non-commercial interruption, right? It's not it's not one that you're going to have to worry about the commercials, and you're flipping back and forth. Which one are you stick? It's tough. And Bronx Tale was was a very late contender at first. Bronx Tale wasn't on there, and I said, no, look, I, I don't care what the ratings are. I don't care what other movies are rated higher. Bronx Tale has to be on there. So I was fight. I was fighting for Bronx Tale to be on there, and uh, Chaz Palminteri, who's uh, I mean, what a what a sta- what a story. That's an amazing movie, right? And it's a one, it's the one r- rare mob movie where De Niro's not in the mob. I mean, you got to give him points just for that. The 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 easy way out would have been to make him the gangster. He's a bus driver, right? He's the bus driver, and a phenomenal story, and uh, nothing nothing worse than wasted talent. And for the actor who played Cologio, he you would have figured he would have known that lesson. Life told us something different, right? I mean, he wasted his life. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. So the movie poll brackets are up 
Already some possible upsets brewing. The usual suspects, apparently not as uh, favorite as I thought. Full Metal Jacket. Even though it's only a good first half, sometimes a good first half is enough to get you a win. And right now, Full Metal Jacket's doing very, very well. Braveheart, not doing as well as I thought. It's early. We're only in the in the opening minutes of the first half. But already, and a few good men. A few good men, Tom Cruise at his apex, uh, Jack Nicholson, probably his last great performance, or one of them. But so far, nip and tuck, how will it turn out? Well, we'll find out. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll do more on the movies. If you want to get on that, 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. Uh, we'll kind of recap the news of the day, the new CBA. The NBA's possibility of not being back until late June, as uh, reported by Adrian Wojnarowski. But we have another thing that's going to be part of this show, part of other shows that we're launching today as well. So we want to get you some news on that as well. And it kind of talks about businesses, right? Think about it's not the major focus right now, but it is a focus of how this coronavirus is going to impact negatively, majorly negatively businesses. So we have something here at the station we want to bring out to you, and we'll do that next, too. I mean, think about how much has changed. We talked about it in the open. It was Thursday that we're talking about, hey, the NBA canceled the season. It feel, That feels like three weeks ago now, doesn't it? I mean, it feels like that has been the case for so long. And then, of course, you got all the, the different um, sports shutting down, postponing, when things will be back. Adrian Wojnarowski was on SportsCenter last night talking about the NBA is right now it's still up in the air. They don't have enough to make a decision, but at least right now it's kind of eyeing a possible return to in mid to late June. Is that is, is that something that's really feasible, right? Playing into the end of August, and then how does that impact the following season? Major League Baseball is going to be kind of just waiting around to see how this thing kind of plays out. And it's still to be written, right? We we know for sure it's going to get worse before it gets better. But how worse does it get? How bad does it get? How steep of a of a, a climb are we still facing? And that um, that rate, how how much can we kind of narrow it off to make it uh, more of a of a dull hill rather than an epic kind of peak? So obviously, the major focus right now is getting people to take this seriously. Testing, making sure people who are feeling unwell to see whether or not they are infected, whether it's just the flu, whether or not right now. I'll be honest with you, this weekend, allergy season is already starting to kick my butt. So I'm sure a lot of people are out there with the heightened sense of the world right now. All of a sudden you start getting this thing or that thing. You think to yourself, oh, my God. I mean, there's such fear and such uh, paranoia, which is warranted to a certain degree. But those are the major focuses, right, of making sure people know the facts, whether or not people are doing the right thing, all these type of things. But with where we're at, I'm not saying it's the major focus right now, but it will be at some point the impact that this is going to have on businesses. It's going to – I mean there's no other way unless this thing just goes away that is completely unforeseen right now. The impact on businesses is going to be – Horrific. So something we're doing here on 98.7 FM ESPN New York is kind of give a little bit of a shout out because some businesses are still some are are shutting down. Some are scaling back, obviously, but some 
are providing delivery services for people who are staying home. I know in my town, a lot of restaurants through the work between the, 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 the businesses themselves and the, the, the town, they are now providing curbside pickup for restaurants, right? As a way to continue to, to feed people because that's something that needs to be done. And this way you don't have to be around large groups of people. So what we're doing here is we want to let these businesses know if you're somebody who runs one of these businesses. Allow them to get their message out. So these businesses, as a way to get what services they are still providing for people in the community, you can email us at 987ESPN at Gmail. Give us your name. Give us the town that you work in or the towns that you uh, deliver to, your phone number. And over the course of this month or however long this goes, we'll read some on the air, post them to our social accounts. So if you're one of them, please do that. Again, the uh, email address is 987ESPN at Gmail. And that's something that we're going to be, all the shows are going to be doing here. So wanted to give you that information. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN. We still have a few minutes. Movie Bracket is out. Voting is open. And a lot of people not happy. I knew that this would be the case. That's that's just the way it goes sometimes. But Juan in New Jersey, he is uns- upset that I uh, did not include a certain movie. Juan, what you got, my man? I got The Notebook. I will and be I honest with you, Juan. I have never seen The Notebook. Oh, my God. You yeah. got to see it. I'm well, sitting at home a couple, a couple years ago. I'm sitting at home by myself. And I'm just going through the channels, and I start watching this, and before I know it, I'm bawling. I'm like, but, yeah. See, that, up. see, that's not a movie experience that I want. I don't want to be bawling. I just know myself. I don't want to be bawling. I have never. And my wife actually floated out, and maybe who knows? Maybe next year, if the if the uh, the response is great, the movies that you're ashamed to admit that you actually watch. As guys, sometimes you don't want to admit that you watch a certain movie uh, more than, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a guy. Maybe it's a rom-com. Maybe it's Pitch Perfect. Maybe it's uh, one of those movies. I can't imagine watching Pitch Perfect. But you know what I'm saying. I have my own movies, and I'll keep them to myself right now. I'm not going to admit them publicly when I don't need to. We'll save that for next year. Spike's in Jersey. Spike, what's going on, man? Hey, listen, I just wanted to make uh, uh, anybody in my town, they pretty much know me once their dog walk, no charge, while they run out to the store or nothing like that. So it's Lucky Leash Pet Sitters. There you go. All right, right, so you be careful and take care of yourself. All right, Spike. Thank you, my man. 1-800-919-ESPN. Quickly, Lewis and Whippany. Lewis, what's going on, man? Yeah, doing good. Was I the only one that was expecting Coach to say go Tigers at the end of that speech? Uh, yeah, I would have figured he would have. I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Hey, listen, uh, boys in the hood, way too low. Uh, but, uh, good fellas is, should be the number one overall. Going to be very, very tough. It's going to have to be a very specific matchup that knocks off good fellas. I don't see it happening anytime soon. And you say uh, boys in the hood too low. We're very early on, but right now getting routed by Godfather. Well, yeah, I know, I know, but also real quick, uh, I don't. Hopefully, it's in the wild card. But the sixth sense should have been in drama, dude. At least five, six, somewhere around that. Well, sometimes what great. we actually did with the wild card was was sometimes to help out a movie, right? Like it would have gotten smoked by Goodfellas or Godfather, and maybe if they could be a, a five seed in the wild card as opposed to a twelve in the drama, we moved them. And by we, I mean I. All right, that's going to do it for today. Voting is open. Drama region. We will see you tomorrow with the results, and we will unveil the comedy region tomorrow. Comedies tomorrow. Get ready to laugh, people. God knows we need it. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.